Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. That's that time of the week when we talk car care. Danny Long here, along with Nick Stoffel, who is an ASC certified technician that runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning to you, Nick. Good morning, Danny. How is uh, how are things at uh, Lloyd's? I haven't talked to, to you for uh, a bit, but uh, you survived the St. Patrick's Day celebration yesterday, I presume. Oh yeah, we you know as, as we get older, we don't get too much into that, but I know that there's a lot of folks downtown and down at the a lot of the pubs and enjoying the day, even with the cooler temperatures. I think it was uh, I think it was a good a good day for most. Yeah. It was rather chilly. But if you're a regular listener to the show, you know we tend to get a little bit busy, and Nick will be with us till just about 7.45 when Jack Farrell gets here from Haskell's uh, with his wine chat. So if you have any issues and you need to bring in your vehicle, your car, your truck, your van for service, but you want to know what maybe you you might be facing, uh, why don't you call or text Nick, just one number to remember to get it done, 651-461-9226. And Nick will kind of give you a little analysis over the radio of what uh, what could be wrong with that uh, vehicle. I had to ask you, Nick, uh, given the uh, news I was watching and listening yesterday, uh, the governor signed a bill, let's hope to prevent uh, more of these uh, catalytic converter thefts. It has been a long time coming, uh, but uh, a lot of us are glad to see this this happen. Uh, are you uh, you guys at Lloyd's seeing us yet? So uh, catalytic converter thefts there. You know, my my thought is there's still some for sure. Um, I think uh, it's uh, died down a little bit. It's not quite as uh, active as it was, um, but it's still going on out there. There's still uh, people that are opportunists, and you know, I'm happy that they're making efforts to hold these people accountable. Uh, you know they got to catch them, and then you know, you know go through that whole process. So I, I hope that this is something that's in the past. I read an article that there was several thousand of them stolen here in the metro area, or the St. Paul, Minneapolis area, or the 2022 or 2021. But just a few years before that, there was 40 that were wow. taken. Or so it's it was quite the. Um, and I think you know Minneapolis, St. Paul, were like or Minnesota was like third to like Texas and California. So it's it was a, a really unfortunate. I, you know we've dealt with so many people that have had uh, the unfortunate situation, and you know the difficult part is you know getting parts availability. Uh, these cars are a little bit older, so trying to find like quality, and um, it was a real real challenge. And then after you r- repair it, you try to find a way to secure it. You know 
you know, there's different cages and shields and different ways to try to protect people's property from somebody taking it. So hopefully with this legislation and this new set of uh, laws that people, you know, people are going to say it's not worth the risk is our best hope here. And um, we can go forward to the next thing. Yeah. And this is not a cheap repair either, is it? Well, give us a price range of what, uh, what you've seen in your business. Oh, I mean, there, you know, it's easily a couple thousand dollars, maybe some of the lower end ones are in that $1,500, $1,800 price range, but some of the higher end ones could be five, $6,000, depending on the makeup of the vehicle. And the misconception is uh, not, not, not all vehicles are, um, are, can this happen to? It's based on the location of the converter. You know, if it's accessible on the bottom of the vehicle, some are up in the engine bay where you can't really gain access but the ones that are hanging down underneath the vehicle that can be uh, accessed or more likely to have a risk. Also, the type of or amount of materials used in the converter. So not all models and makes. A lot of these super, ultra, low emission type vehicles use more of these precious materials, making that converter more valuable. Uh, so that, you know, some of the hybrids or some of the, um, you know, we saw a lot of like Priuses and some of the Hondas and some of these different um really low emission vehicles where it was a much higher risk than maybe uh, uh, my pickup, for example. You know, I, I, you, you can see the converters under the truck, but they're not very valuable. So it's not worth for the criminal. It's not worth it, I guess. So yeah, hopefully, I, like I said, with the new rules, maybe uh, things will subside and we can move forward. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, and I, I, I've read, and we're going to pick up on some listener calls and texts coming up here, but I've read, too, that the some of the uh, newer ones don't have these uh, precious metals or whatever. Some texts coming up here, but I've read, too, that the some of the uh, newer ones don't have these uh, precious metals or whatever uh, in, in, in them, so they're not going to be worth even stealing. Uh, let's see what happens there. In the meantime, just a reminder, uh, Nick will be with us only for about another half hour or less. So if you have any kind of a car care question, by all means, call Nick or text Nick as we head to this break. 651-461-9226. It's CCO's Car Care Show. It is 12 degrees in the Twin Cities. We might hit 24 today. Stay with us on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to CCS Car Care Show here every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Nick Stoffel, again from Lloyd's Automotive. Nick, I was just thinking of folks, whether it be catalytic converters or just regular oil change or a checkup, they need help. How do we find you guys at Lloyd's? Well, as you know, we're at the corner of Grand in Chatsworth, which is 982 Grand Avenue. Um, if you ever have to give us a call, you can reach us at 651 228 one three one six, and if you're online on your tablet or computer, uh, the website's LloydsAutomotive.net. Excellent. We'll get you that info before Nick leaves us today, which is about seven forty-five. So don't wait. If you have any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you, either by phone or by text. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Grab the text here, uh, Nick. A question for uh, Nick: Do do gas caps go bad? I constantly get the warning check gas cap, and it's tight. I recheck it and close it. Seems to be okay, but again, another warning. Or is the warning light bad? What's going on? Well, the that light uh, is because it's setting some information that it's not sealing. So the question is fair: Is it's going bad? Well, um, it might be. 
uh, pull the cap off. If you look at it, there's a uh, little rubber O-ring that um, is supposed to seal up to the surface inside the filler neck. So maybe you take a little bit of oil or a little bit of petroleum um, jelly or something and just, you know, dab, not, not sticking, just, just to moisten it a little bit to kind of make it pliable. And then look inside where you add the fuel, make sure there's not any debris, make sure there's not any, uh, any uh, corrosion, maybe take a very fine sandpaper, emery cloth, and just to, just to scuff it up and then do the same thing, take a little bit of that petroleum jelly and just kind of wet it a little bit. You know, you're not trying to make it real sticky or a significant amount, but you just want to make sure those two mating surfaces are clean, debris-free, and pliable. So when you put the cap on, you tighten it, it's a good solid seal. You make those steps. If you continue to have some problems, there could be another um, another reason why you might be turning the light on unrelated to the cap that you want to have looked at. So try the simple and free thing first. If not, you know, get a hold of your, your mechanic or your, your shop and ask for some help. Okay, very good. Uh, good morning, this texter says. How come when I start up a car and truck, they both make a squeaky loud noise backing up? After warm uh, up, it goes away. Going forward, it makes a loud noise only when it's cold out. Thank you. Love the show. Well, I don't know. That's that's kind of a puzzler there. Well, brakes from time to time can be frustrating, as, as you know, Denny. We've, 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 we've oh, yeah. struggled with your, yours <laughs> from time to time. But um, my, my truck's the same way. You know, it, uh, you know, I have the problem with my truck. It sits outside. It's cold, condensation. You get a little bit of corrosion on, on the surface of the rotor. And when you first get going, you first apply the, the brakes a couple times, all that, that cold condensation, corrosion need to clean up. So when you apply the brakes that first moment or two, uh, you might get some squealing. Uh, if it continues, um, then we have the question, is there something wrong with the material? Is there something with the mating surface between the two items? Um, you know, we can take it back apart, re-lubricate, clean it. Um, but most of the time, uh, you know, it's it's okay, it's normal, it's just a little bit of um, cleaning out the cobwebs, I guess you could say. So I, I wouldn't be too alarmed. Okay. For just joining us, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive, answering those car care questions for you. Here's another one for you, Nick. A 2020 Ford Explorer. Every once in a while, the wrench appears as an error message when you start the car. When that happens, it won't let you move it. The shift knob rotates right back to park. Luckily, if I turn it off and let it set for a while, uh, the error message goes away and all is well. This has to be computer-related, right? But how do you fix it? Just add it to the dealership for all the necessary updates. Help me, please. Well, that's frustrating. Um, and depending on how frequent this happens, hopefully it's frequent enough where you can take it to your dealership, your shop, your mechanic, and give it to them for a day or two, and they can experience it. Um, Something like that. What we would, the way we would handle it is like, you know, if it's frequent enough, we'd like to have the vehicle, so we we could be the first ones to start it up. Before we start the vehicle, we'd connect the scan tool, you know, the, the diagnostic tool, so we can watch that data that's happening to figure out is there something related to the throttle body. Um, if the vehicle vehicles are smart enough not to put you in danger, meaning if there's something wrong with the throttle body, which is where I'm leaning towards. Um, it doesn't want to see an issue where that flap can open, causing the engine to accelerate out of your control. So it's going to say, no, something's wrong here. It's uh, it's sticky. It's iced up. I don't like the readings. 
we're not going to let you go anywhere. Um, frustrating for us is <laughs> someone's trying to get somewhere, but I assure you, you don't want to have a problem where that, that unit or that item is uh, malfunctioning, where you have an engine that's racing and, and trying to accelerate when you don't want to be. So try to document what's going on. Make a nice little uh, cheat sheet. Contact your, your mechanic and say, this is what's going on. I find that if I let it sit overnight on this particular situation, it's likely to happen. Can I drop it off the night before and have you folks look at it? Um, you know, it's a team effort for sure, and I, I, I would assume and I, I'm sure that their mechanic or the shop would love to help them out with that. If you have any kind of a car care question for Nick, call us or text us 651-461-9226. Nick, this question doesn't have any particular vehicle in mind, but it's just a general question. How often should a car's alignment be done, basically, is what they're asking. Well, I would say the way the roads are, almost daily. (laughs) Daily, yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, know, the the clues. If the steering wheel on the vehicle seems to be off one way or the other, if it appears that the vehicle is drifting one way or the other, either other than normal, uh, you go to have your tires rotated or replaced, and they notice there's abnormal wear. Those are all clues or signs saying, hey, something's not quite straight here. Um, it's a maintenance item. If you feel most comfortable after you get through the pothole season, not a, not a bad idea. I mean, you know, just get a good look at it, make sure things are um, straight and square. Not only that, but now you can check those steering and suspension components, make sure nothing's become worn or loose, which oftentimes causes the alignment to be out of uh, its specification. So um, I would advise everyone, you know, you know, the roads are what they are. We, we, we know what we have here. Uh, once we get through this, the season, we get into the late spring, early summer, you're going for service, ask your, your, your ask your folks, say, hey, can you just give it a good shake down on the front end? I want to make sure that we fared okay through through the pothole season. Um, Excellent. Hope that answers our question. Very good. Uh, hang on, Nick. We're going to have a look at that uh, forecast. When we come back, we still have time for your car care questions, but don't wait. Call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. We are in the midst of our uh, car care show. We're here every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour, thanks to folks like Nick Stoffel, who runs Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We'll get you that number uh, before Nick leaves us, which is uh, just a few minutes from now. Uh, Nick, we have callers. We have texters. Let's see how many folks we can help before you take your leave today. Tom is uh, on the horn, I believe, uh, calling in from Burnsville. Thanks for waiting, Tom. What's your question for Nick? Yeah, I think I have a pretty interesting question. I got a 2014 Ford Edge, and every time I pull into a gas station, and this is a little strange, um, and I try to start it while I'm at the pump, the starter continues to run. I have to shut the ignition off and try again, and usually the second or third time I get it to start. If I pull away from the pump and park and go in and come back out, it always starts. It's never not started. But I took it to the Ford dealer. It says there's something wrong, and you know it caused me to worry that some someday it won't start. They said, "Yeah, that's a phenomenon when it's at the gas station, but we're unable to explain why." So I thought I'd ask Lloyd. Well, my, my curious question: the difference between going to the gas pump and just parking somewhere is that you open the fuel tank, you put the nozzle in, in to just dispense some fuel, 
um, just as a, you know, a, a trick, you know, go out in your driveway or your garage this morning and open that fuel tank. If it's got one of those uh, capless tanks, if you can depress that button, hold it open for a few minutes to allow that thing to vent and evacuate. Let's see if we're creating a lean situation is what you're kind of describing with the cranking. And if you can perform that without actually adding fuel, just hold that thing open for you know a couple minutes, like the, t- the time it would take to fill the tank, then go to start it. If it does the same thing, go back to the dealer and say, hey, here's a little trick or a little clue that we've got. Maybe there's some sort of um, venting issue here where we're creating a lean situation. So when you go to start the vehicle, the mixtures aren't correct. Which oh, interesting. Something, something down those roads. You know, we've had them where the reverse, where people say, go to this gas station, I can't add any fuel. They click, 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 click. Well, because the, the venting system is plugged. It's not letting that air out. So it can't, you know, as you add fuel to the tank, you need to displace that air. So it needs to go through the canister and filter out. If they can't do that, you can't add fuel. Well, this is just the opposite. If you're getting too much air, it's, it's you know, creating a situation where the car thinks it's maybe running too lean. Interesting. Well, something to, to work on, Tom. A little do-it-yourself yeah. test that uh, that yeah. may approve something. Interesting. Uh, boy, we're almost out of time. Uh, 2001 Silverado. Truck is stuck in four-wheel drive. High range will not disengage. The service four-wheel drive light is on. Pushing the buttons to select ranges does not work. Uh, they do not light up either. Any ideas of a possible cause there? My first guess might be the switch is based on nothing's happening. It's not lighting up. Maybe there's a, a port connection on the back of the switch. Also, we've had a lot of snow, a lot of ice up underneath the vehicle near the transfer case. If something got dislodged under there, uh, worth taking. You know, you don't want to be driving around in four-wheel drive too much. So, you know, get it up in the air, have somebody look at it, get it cleaned out, and see if they can't pinpoint why that's happening. Okay. Just a reminder, if we don't uh, get to answer all the texts, Nick, I'm going to uh, save them, and we'll open up the show with those so we can uh, help out folks uh, next week if we didn't uh, have a chance this week. Uh, here's uh, one of many. I hit a few deep potholes on my 2007 Lincoln MKX. Now I feel a vibration thump and noise under my brake pedal when I slow down to brake. What could that be? Thanks. Love the show. So... Let's quickly touch on potholes. They're everywhere. Slow down. When there's water in them, you can't see how deep they are. Slow down even more. If somebody behind you is honking, let them honk. It's not worth blowing out a tire, ruining a wheel. But I think this listener might have a problem with the wheel bearing, which is, can cause the wheel to become physically loose. So you, you cannot ignore these things. You, you have to be really aware of your surroundings, your, the road in front of you. Uh, if you're hearing or feeling a vibration or noise, get it looked at right away. You don't want to risk hopping on the highway and have something uh, create a problem for you. So I can't we, – we've had so many cars in, as, as we always do this time of the year. Maybe it's worse this year than and most recent, but um, slow down, slow down. When there's water in the puddle, slow down even more. You don't, you don't want to cost yourself a $1,000 repair to get a new wheel and a tire, and that's not a made-up number. There's a lot of that going on right now, so – be careful, folks. Yeah. Let's do one more, uh, Nick. I think uh, we may have a solution here. Uh, 05 Toyota RAV4, my pressure tire uh, light indicator is on, but all four tires are the same size and right amount of air. Uh, I can shut it off, but maybe 5 to 10 miles down the road, the light comes back on. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Uh, what do you think? Do you know what it is, Denny? 
Well, you guys have kind of uh, shed the light on a mystery a long time ago that it could be the spare tire. Yes, sir. And the Toyota particular, on the back of that RAV4, there's a little cover. Be careful when it's cold like today. Don't try to take it off. Wait till it warms up above freezing. Peel that baby off. Put some air in that spare tire. The light will be gone. Excellent. One of the mysteries of the automotive world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you, Nick, the time flies here when uh, you and Dan are on for sure. Let's do this again next week. Now, if folks need some help at Lloyd's, how do we get in touch with you guys? Yeah. Real quickly, once again, uh, we're at 982 Grand Avenue, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway, as you know. If you have to give us a call, we're there Monday through Friday, 7 to 6, uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're on your your computer, your tablet, your phone, you go to lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. Uh, Nick, I'll be seeing you pretty soon for another oil change. I'll call and make an appointment. In the meantime, you have a good week, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Danny. You do the same. Thanks very much. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat, straight ahead, and then get those lawn and garden questions ready for Master Gardener Teresa Rooney. All straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 